Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Frightmares. I am your host, Austin Proctor, and today joining me across the table is the one, the only, Corey Johnson. Hey, what's up, dude? Man, that fucking intro is such a banger. <laughs> <laughs> fucking slap. And especially with these nice ass headphones, it's just. Didn't you get a it's... pair of these uh, for yourself? No, I didn't end up doing that. Ah. Uh, so I just ended up getting a cheapo pair because. What I really need to invest in is like some studio monitors and do that shit at home. Yeah. Because headphones, it's never going to. But I, I bought a pair of like $32 Sony's. So, nice. I mean, they're not bad. I tested them out. Um, I haven't put them on my computer and see how they sound on that. But not bad. I mean, yeah, the smaller bass drivers, but you can hear everything. Like I can actually hear my 808s. So nice. That's always a plus. In yeah. case anybody wants to know what we're using, we're using one. Odios, because it's O-D-I-O, I believe, and they're black and red because it goes with the theme of this entire room, which is black and red, because, you know, why not? And they are so comfortable. They're Yeah, for, for long, for like a two-hour podcast, I usually don't start to like lift them off my ears till like we're almost done. Yeah, so. we're, we're normally like halfway through the last movie and starting to do trivia before I'm starting to like, ah, I'm getting a little bit sweaty. Yeah, and the ones we were using at the studio were, I think they were older than I was because they, uh, were, the, they were so heavy. Fucking ear cups made of cloth. <laughs> <laughs> they were so heavy and so hot. And that room was fucking so hot. So yeah. these are and definitely... Those chairs were uncomfortable as shit. Yeah, these are a little bit better. But, you know, again, after a couple hours, you're like, all right, it's time to move. So yeah. Um, all right, so today we're doing Shudder original movies. Now, they Shudder has a lot of exclusives, and they also have a lot of originals. And I was like, wait, what the fuck is the difference? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's simple. Exclusive is something that is only streaming on Shudder, and original is their own original content. So we are doing four Shudder original movies. Obviously, you can only find them on Shudder. And I picked two, you picked two, and I feel like we did a pretty goddamn good job. We, we did. You know? We did. I, I thought it was a good uh, pairing of all four of those. Yeah. They, they're, uh, they're, they were all... Uh, I, think I, I think none of them I rated under a three. I did not rate anything under a three as well. Yeah. So we're going to... I feel like we're going to be on the same page now, here with I, a lot of the movies. I think you may have given some higher ratings to some things than I did, but... I'm just overly critical. I know. So. I know. I gave one. You gave one higher than me because you told me uh, what you rated Belzebub. So I know you rated that a bit higher than me. Mm. So we'll probably have varying well, ratings. That's, but that's just because I'm a sucker for religious horror. I know exactly. <laughs> so I, I knew that's it why goes you gave like it. Found footage, religious horror, everything else. <laughs> Those two are the only ones that matter. Everything else is lumped into the same pile. I like it. Um, so before we get into the movies, I have a little quick spiel about shutter i mean if you've listened to this show you know that me and Corey both back this streaming platform it is it is the best for horror in my opinion i mean although you know amazon's up there because they have a lot of shit on amazon and i have been seeing in some of our horror groups that we frequent there are mention of some other services that have some good selection there was one dude saying there was something better than shutter i haven't checked, really but, but i uh, i doubt that yeah i mean um, come on that's 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 a, that's a pretty high bar to beat the 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 problem with streaming online is there's never going to be one place that has literally everything. No. So while we do recommend Shutter mostly for the value, 
because it's four ninety nine a month. Can't be that. Uh, can't can't even get Netflix for that. No, I think Netflix is like eight ninety nine. You so. can't even get YouTube Premium for that. Oh, really? YouTube Premium is seven ninety nine. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. So, what I would recommend is if you are serious about your horror, is you're gonna have to bite the bullet and just if it's a legit streaming service like don't go to some site where they're making you pay for shit and you're still getting viruses on your computer <laughs> but you just bite the bullet sign up for a fucking 30 day free trial or whatever watch as many movies as you can roll on to the next thing see how it goes yeah and i really like during quarantine they were doing that you got like a uh, promo code is like called shut in and you got 30 days free i yeah. mean like Yo, Shudder, that's amazing. And I and I, <laughs> like, and I think Shudder regularly, um, even without a code, I think you still get like 15 days, 14 or 15 days. Yeah, something at the like that. Like, it's, usually, like, it's like two weeks. It's a week or two for sure. Before they even charge your card for the first time. So I don't even think, I don't think Netflix or Amazon, because I know with Prime, you have to pay for Prime and then you get the music and... Streaming, so yeah. I, I don't think anything else gives you a trial period, so, no, to my yeah. knowledge. So Hulu does. Okay, there you go. Hulu gives you thirty days. They used to give you thirty days. Now they give you fourteen days. Oh, okay. Um, Netflix gave me seven days. Okay. Pretty much every streaming service will give you at least a week. See, it's been so long since I signed up for it. Yeah, shit. exactly. I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just Shutter's great, but you're also gonna have to. Go for other things too, because there's a lot of movies that we watch that you can't find on Shutter. Oh yeah, exactly. There's there's plenty of movies, and you know, vice versa. I mean, there's so I'm scrolling through because they have an original and exclusive section on Shutter, at least on the app. So you scroll through that. I mean, they've got so much stuff, so much new stuff. I mean, it's great. Like even Three from Hell, I'm pretty sure yeah, that, that's a Shutter exclusive. So you have to have that unless you want to buy it or rent it from Amazon. But I mean, hey, five ninety nine or four ninety nine a month. You really can't beat what they have to offer. Yeah, and, um, and that four ninety nine a month basically pays for almost any movie rental on Amazon. Yeah, a, a, a hundred times over. Exactly. Yeah, because so, yeah. most most movies are anywhere from you know like a dollar to six dollars to rent. So you just pay that, and you, boom, you got a whole other library of stuff. And between. Shutter and Hulu and Amazon and Netflix and HBO. I think I'm covered on all. Like, I, if I can't find a horror movie on one thing, I'll go to the next one. Yeah. It, it'll be there. So, or I, there will be something that is so close that I can still <laughs> get the same. Because that's that's the thing I've started to realize. The more we do this, is everything vibes off something else. Yep. And you can pick one topic and have. Almost 25 movies that are the exact same premise in almost every way. Right. So I, that's it's great. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> and even there's been a lot of similarities and stuff that the four movies we've watched, there's been kind of the same. They've kind of pulled from each other, quote unquote, in a oh, sense. Yeah. So they all they all mesh together really well. Now, um, Shutter actually began in 2015, so it's still a pretty new company. And even in 2015, it was uh, only beta testing in the U.S. And then by October of 2016, they were out of beta testing and, ex and had expanded to Canada, the United Kingdom, and Ireland. So, you know, for something that's only five years old, they seem to be fucking rocking shit with oh, yeah. all their stuff. And, you know, they've done 
plenty of original content. I think they started their original content in 2016 or 2017. And, you know, it's weird because on this Wikipedia page that I'm on, they only have like 10 originals listed, which is bizarre. Because when you go on the app, I think it counted out about 20 or 25. So when we when I showed you this first list, we picked four movies off this list. And we weren't and we were, super yeah. stoked We were like, eh, okay. And then I went to the app and I was like, Corey, there's so much more. I was like, yeah, wait, well, hold on. Well, I had I had uh, mentioned to you that somebody in our found footage group was like, yo, y'all need to be looking at the app and not through Amazon because there's like way more stuff that you're missing. You only see the surface level if you're accessing it from Amazon. And I was like, all right, that's cool information. I can still search whatever and it'll pop up. And sometimes it'll say it comes with Shutter. Sometimes it'll say it comes with Amazon. Not a big deal for me. Yeah. Uh, so, but then I was like, all right, I'll just store that information. And when I was like, man, ten movies. Oh wait, yo, Austin, check <laughs> this out. And then, you, and then within like thirty seconds, you're like, bro, there's like thirty movies. <laughs> there's so many. So I sent him all these suggestions, and uh, we picked from there. But. Oh, I was gonna fucking I was gonna go off and somewhere else. My mind completely went blank. Nonetheless, we picked four movies, and I feel like they paired off each other perfectly because we originally had this movie called Dogs Don't Wear Pants, and it's a shut which weird name. It's a Shutter original, so I'm like, okay, so it's got to be horror. Turns out it's not horror. It was it's horror adjacent. It's like it's drama, romance, thriller, thriller. So. After reading the uh, plotline of what the movie is, Dogs Don't Wear Pants as a name makes 100% more sense if you understand the world <laughs> that they are starting to convey with the plotline. I just thought it was a, you know, a statement because, I mean, they, they don't wear pants. Yeah, no, but it's a... It's a you, you, is that a metaphor? No, you Euphem get you get what it is. Do you know what the plot line is? I didn't read I didn't read any of these plot lines. I just <laughs> okay. I just so, fucking saw the movies so and I was like, let's go. I only read about dogs don't wear pants because I was like, all right, I have to like I can't go into this not knowing anything about it. Right. Because that title it, it's like the lobster. You have to read about it. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Or else it, you go into it and you're like, I, blah, 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 I don't know what's going on. <laughs> My fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about a guy who starts seeing a dominatrix. I mean, I could get that from the title card. She looked pretty freaky. Yeah, so dogs don't wear pants. He, she she is his ma or she is his master. Okay. So he is her dog. So she like she treats him like a dog so he can't wear pants and shit. Oh. Yeah, no, it's it's this weird I'm pretty sure it was going to be an art house movie. Yeah, I like, mean, yeah. With with the camera angles and some of the stuff that was happening. Like, I only got 12 minutes in, and I was like, eh. Well, it's funny, because you text me, and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. So I looked it up, and yeah, it said drama romance on IMDb, and I was like, fuck that, scrap it, I'll find something new. And we ended up going with another one that someone posted on the found footage group. They said it was found footage, but it turns out it has found footage ugh. like elements. Yeah, elements. Or and there there are parts that are like directly inspired by found footage. But they're more going to find this film. Yeah. So it's like a <laughs> it's, finding it, film movie. It's, it's it's a literal found footage. <laughs> 
the literal movie, interpretation yeah, of it. <laughs> the, the, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, so we, we picked these four movies, and uh, I had an absolute blast with them. Of course, I always I mash them up into three days. I watch one on Thursday, two on Friday, and then one the day before, <laughs> just so it's fresh in my head, you know? Uh, like, see, I, I, I can't do that. I gotta I, have it fresh. See, I started with Z, and I started that on, like... I think it was like Tuesday or no, it was Sunday. Sunday, <laughs> yeah. So I watched it on Sunday because I have to watch my movie. Not have to, but I watch my movies at work most of the time. Yeah. So I'm watching them over a span of like two or three hours, depending on how you know, depending yeah, on dep- how long the movie actually or, is, or how busy I because I, yeah. I could be pausing the movie every two minutes and it takes me six hours to get Jesus through an God. hour and fifteen minutes. Jesus. Minute movie. <laughs> Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. One of those days. One of those, yeah. Um, one of those space head days. J- Joe Rogan style podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess well, actually before before real quick, uh, be sure. So yeah, be sure to check out Shredder if you haven't. It's it's you get a you know one or two weeks free, and then after that it's four ninety nine a month. They also have a lot of awesome original content, even original shows. They have the Creep Show that they have. They also have a lot of cool documentaries. There is the uh, one about Tom Savini, and then there's also the one about uh, cursed films. So. Go check it out if you haven't. Shutter, Shutter.com, something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so let's get into the first movie. Uh, I guess I'll take this one because you're going to take the last one that we're going to do. And then, yeah, so I'll take this one. Wait, is that how we're yeah, doing this? Yeah, you'll take this okay. one. I'll Got take it. Blood Quantum. Yes. All right. So Z. Now, this movie is listed as it came out in 2019, but it was on the festival circuit for a while. So it didn't get released to me in the USA until May 7th of 2020. So this is technically a 2020 release. I'm putting it on my you know, top 10 or whatever for the year because at this point, there's not going to be much else that's released yeah. this year. So it came out this year to the internet. Shutter original, and it's it's a standard. It's a pretty standard, you know, creepy kid movie. It's a family who's being terrorized by an eight year old's imaginary son and imaginary friend. Ma- oh, sorry, imaginary friend, not imaginary <laughs> son. The son is real. It's it, it. So that's that's your basic setup. It is literally just this demon who is antagonizing this family. They don't really explain as to where it came from yes, or they even do. really. Well, well not, I mean, I'm not 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 like. The hell plane that it came from like, and who invoked it originally, but yeah, you you where the where the whole setup for the movie is going is explained. Yeah, but they don't they don't ever really explain why it's happening, which is kind of a yeah. I need some reason as to why this demon has latched itself onto this family, and I mean you kind of figure out a little bit of the like where it came from, but you don't really. There's not enough information in this movie to yeah. make me be invested in it. And so it gave me a few different vibes. It gave me a very before I wake vibe. Yes. Which is, if you're comparing the two, the superior movie, I would say. Really? Before I wake? Yes. I don't know. I'll have to rewatch that one. I've only seen it one time, so and it was a while ago. Um, the thing I did like about this, though, is the characters are in a position to where they're not believable, but they're not obnoxious. Yeah, because it's usually in movies like this, one person believes it's happening, the other person doesn't, and they almost like antagonize the other person. Like, yeah. you grow up, stop being a child, this isn't real. And and that happens like in, Once, the be- I think. Yeah, in the beginning, but then other shit starts happening, and everybody's like, all right, yeah, this is going on. 
And then even toward the end, because it's the kid's imaginary friend, events transpire and the mother is trying to get the imaginary friend away. And the kid's like, I fucking hate you. You stole my friend. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck, kid? Yeah. Like, you ungrateful <laughs> son of a bitch. And the kid is is a pretty creepy kid. You know, I, I was, he made me very upset in a couple of scenes. This one I'm pointing to right here in particular with the stairs. Oh. Upset. <laughs> fucking upset. That was my favorite scene of the entire movie. Oh, for sure. I never saw that coming because you're kind of led to believe that this kid is... Like, because, you know, his mom gets reports of him at school, like beating up kids and calling them names and swearing. So you're like, okay, is it the kid or is it his imaginary friend? And and then like, it, and then it almost leads you to be like, oh, this kid is possessed. Yeah, it does. So, so they, they kind of hang that hang that little carrot in front of you and be like, ooh, kid's going to be possessed. Ha, ha, ha. And then you're like, oh, no, this kid's just a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he is a fucking insane person. And that goes through the whole movie, and then you know his mom's obviously going crazy because she doesn't really fully understand what's happening because she doesn't know if it's the kid, if it's the friend. And every time, I love how every time they sit down to dinner, what is with this family and fucking milk, dude? How much fucking milk does this family go through every meal? My cliche stands. I, dude, we, we've, <laughs> already, we've already we've already settled that debate. I just I just, dude. Every fucking meal. Milk, milk, milk with spaghetti, milk with pizza. I'm like, fucking, what is with the milk, dude? Well, every meal. Kids are supposed to drink milk yeah, but to Jesus. a certain age. And they have the half gallon. I'm like, dude, you have like four gallons of milk in the fridge at all times. Oh, yeah. There's no they, way. They should, they should just be buying a single gallon of milk <laughs> and cutting down on their fucking carbon footprint with all that recycling. I mean, gee, just get a cow at that point. I mean, good God. Well, they had the property for it. God damn that house. Dude, that's what I was going to say. I had a couple bullet points because the, the first shot of the house in the woods, you can see the sky and like you can see the star. Like, dude, that house was dope as fuck. Um, now, I now, I will say my problem with the house and my problem with movies that take place in generally a single location type area. If you're going to just be in the house, I need a proper floor plan of the, you can't just yeah. cut to fucking rooms like set pieces and not really tell me how they're connected because it takes me out of the experience just a little bit. Cause I'm like, all right, what's going on? What part of the house? <laughs> That's why I liked hereditary so much is you, I knew that entire fucking house yeah. just from how it was shot. And that's, that's why Hell House is such a good movie. Yeah. It's because you're it, you're literally walking the house the entire time. You, you know the floor plan of that house if you pay close attention. Yeah. So yeah, that that's an issue that you have. The issue I had is the fact that it had such a strong opening. I mean, it had a it, the, it, the way it was shot was great. It had a great score. It, it was had beautifully shot. Yeah, it was too. it was very nice. It almost reminded me of like a twenty four style of how just. How, the camera like, moves. Yeah, yeah, the camera moves and all that stuff. It had great scares. I mean, some seriously fucking... Like, that one scare with the um the eyes on the closet? Bro, oh, yeah. that fucking tripped well, me and that, out. And that wasn't even a scare. I, it was a MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Oh, man, so, that, one, that one got me. Now, I will say, once we get into the scares, this is where I started to kind of falter on this movie just a little Which bit. Which one? No, just once the scares started getting introduced, okay. I'll tell you why. Because that first scare that happens sets you up for greatness. Oh, yeah. 
And then the subsequent scares after that get weaker and weaker and weaker. Really? Here's why. It's because they blew their load on the fucking creature too early. Yeah. In in the play place when you see it fucking crawl through the tubes. Oh, yeah. That was creepy as shit. But the... The monster never looks the same after that, number one. Yeah, it does kind of look different almost every time. <laughs> every and then time. and then number two, when certain events are transpiring with the monster, I'm sorry. If you've showed it to us once, you can't just have it do shit off camera now and have it be interacted with. Because now I know what it looks like, and now I think you're being lazy. I mean, I guess. That, again, that's me being critical. <laughs> Once I saw the monster crawl through the tubes, I was like, all right, I am gearing up now to be seeing this thing because they've showed it to me on camera. That's how shit works. True. All right. Fair enough. I don't know. I like I liked all the scares except for the fact that the monster kind of did keep changing because you see him in the tube and then you see, you know, you get that nice. I did like the image the kid drew on the wall, though. Oh, yeah. It's like, look, it's Z. And the mom's just like, oh, God, that's terrifying. And then they paint over it and then it comes back. And I was like. Uh, so that was good, and then the whole kid down the stairs thing, whoa, yeah. fucking woof, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that scared the shit. I had to rewind it because I, I literally looked away for a second. I heard a thump. Uh, wait, what the yeah, fuck? S- same with me. I was like, oh, shit. So that was the, like, I was, there's a lot of uh, abused children in the movies we've watched. Yeah, that's true. There's there's two movies we've watched where there's a lot of uh, children abuse, and that was really no, weird. Three. To ha- huh? Three. So we got Z, Black Quantum, oh, and that's right. Oh, Beasle my God. Blue. So there's three. Yeah, children yeah. being just, yeah, ow. So, again, the kid was good. I thought he was pretty creepy. And uh, the mom and dad, so the dad, is his name is Sean Rogerson. He was in Grave Encounters 1 and 2. He was um uh, the main guy, Lance, Lance Preston. I knew, I fucking knew. See, my problem is, once I start watching a movie, I'm like, I can't pause this to get on IMDb because it's going to take me 45 minutes to get back to this movie because oh, I'm because I'm going to get sucked in and we're going to chase rabbits down <laughs> through and see what I can see. Well, there you go. I've done this for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in those two movies. Uh, and the mom, Keegan Connor Tracy, she was in Final Destination 2. She got the airbag to the face mm. at Final Destination 2, and she's also from Bates Motel. Um, the, I haven't watched that. So. Actually, pretty solid show. And then the son, he hasn't been in much, but he was in an episode of Sabrina, and he also played Brahms as a child, uh, like the flashbacks to Brahms uh, and the boy. So, oh, okay. So people that have been in the horror movies and horror whatever TV yeah, there, shows. There's at least some pedigree. Yeah. It's not a bunch of random no nos. Yeah. Or so no nos, no nos. No nos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the cast is pretty solid and uh the story is pretty interesting because you think it's going after the kid. And I'm going to explain this as vague as I can. But it's not really going after the kid. It's using it, him to get to someone else. Yeah, it's so it, it, this is like one of the only creature movies where the creature has a motive. Yeah, but we don't really know what that motive is. You, you kind of get like, like a, the last twenty minutes of the movie. And this is where the, this movie lost me because the first two acts, I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this a three and a half, like maybe even a four. Yeah. And then the Sa- third, same here. The third like, act came in and it was just like yeah, completely downhill. The the ending is an absolute cop out such a cop out you're just oh come on you could have done something better no because here's the here's why i think it's a cop out because what the one doctor character says to 
the character that matters because we're I'm trying really hard. Yeah, to yeah, we're trying not to. When he says what he says, I'm like, all right, I know what you have to do, and it's gonna be the ultimate sacrifice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> And then it didn't happen, and I was like, man. You could have, like, done something better. Well, like, now this character's existence is 100% worse for the rest of eternity. Forever. Yeah. So, Forever. And, and I'm like, I get why you did this, because you wanted to resolve it in a way where horror doesn't normally go. Yeah. And you, I commend you, you for that. You, but... did, you didn't want to give it that cookie cutter, everybody dies, that's the final straw thing. Yeah, it was like you, a sacrifice for the yeah. sake of, you know, trying to be vague here. Yeah. <laughs> so, But then it was like, <sighs> all right. It's, and, it's, and, it's, and I didn't even feel sorry for the character. No. Either. I'm like, you know what? You deserve you that. You deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. This is your fault. This is all <laughs> your fault, person. Uh, now... Real quick, this guy. So this has a five point five on IMDb, which hey, you know, five point five over five on IMDb, pretty solid. Just like anything over a three on Letterbox is usually pretty solid. It's got yeah. a two point eight on Letterbox. I gave it a three because the ending just fucking killed it for me. I was so into that movie and so into the scares because it, it was good. But yeah, so I had to drop it down to a three because it that ending just completely fell apart. Yeah, I also gave it a three. I. Up until, like, probably around, like, the bathtub scene, I, I had it at a 3.5. I was like, all right, we are at a 3.5. If this keeps yes. doing what I want it to do, we're going to hit a 4. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly where I was at. And then and then a couple things happened. I was like, all right, you're, you're having to work for this 3.5 now. Yeah, and then the ending, I was like, you know, you what? know what? You don't deserve that Burp. point five. <laughs> Yeah, it, for me, it was up to the point where uh, a certain character gets to a fire. Uh, that's where I was. I was like, yes, this is good. Like, there's a fire. Fucking chaos is ensuing. And then the next scene is kind of like a push off. And I just, yep. And that's where, I, yep, 3.0. Yeah. So it, it, it had it's, so much potential. It's almost like they changed writing teams. Yeah. <laughs> just like handed it off to someone. I can't fucking finish this. Yeah, it's like, okay, here's the setup. I don't know how to finish it. Goodbye. Hopefully you do. <laughs> So yeah, if it if it seriously though, if it had a stronger ending, if if the third act was exactly what I wanted the first and second act to set up, I would have probably given this a four because it was, you know, it, the CG wasn't the greatest. You know, the monster kept changing, but it was fucking creepy. Yeah, it was they, really creepy. They did manage to change, like keep the aesthetic of the monster. Yeah, and and, and the the bad CG. Honestly, the way that it was bad added to the aesthetic because it, it wasn't like poorly rendered. No, no. It was just excessively ugly. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. it yeah, it was just kind of wonky. So it didn't, it was, you know, it didn't really. Whoa, was that you or me? Yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> I, I, I was trying to turn uh, my vibration off. Um, so yeah, this again, it kind of lost me a bit. I mean, I, I fucking 100% recommend at least watching this. Oh yeah. It, it's a fun ride. Yeah. Just, and you know, maybe the ending won't be bad for you. Yeah. Maybe you'll... Ju- these are just our opinions. That's who you're, who you're listening to. Exactly. So. <laughs> and, and this is the, so we, we've already agreed on the first movie. We have exactly the same thoughts. There's no trivia on Actually, this. Well, there is, there's a reference to, uh, children oh. of the corn. 
Is there? Yeah, when the mother's like, I, I don't know, my son's acting like one of those children in the corn. Are you serious? Yeah. I must have missed that. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nailed it. Fucking what a name drop right there. All right. So that was Z from, again, technically 2019, but came to the U.S. in 2020. Uh, it's only an hour and 23, too, and it's not even rated. So it's just, it does, I don't see a rating anywhere. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's, an, it's a shutter, so they don't really, I guess they don't have to throw a rating on there if they don't want to. And the best part about this is until, like, the last 15 minutes of the movie, this movie is fucking quick. Yeah, it's it's a super quick movie. And then, yeah, the third act hits, and you kind of sit there just, okay, it's... Yeah, like 10 minutes left let's wrap let's wrap it up so yeah because the the movie could have ended at like the one hour and five mark because the entire last i don't know 20 minutes of the movie is just one character bumble fucking around yeah that, and that's what killed it for me because it's just it focuses on the character and the kind of yeah what you just it's, said it's, it's it's almost two completely different movies yeah so the it just it just didn't work it just didn't work. But, yeah. I mean, hey, that's just us. You might even like it. I have a couple friends on here that gave it a four. So, who knows? This might be right up your fucking alley. So, give it a, give it a check out on uh, on Shudder. Now, let's move on to our second movie we watched. You can go ahead and take this away. Another 2020 release to the U.S. So, yep, making shit yep. happen. I love it because, again, you know, haven't watched too many 2020 movies this year. So, it's nice to knock out a couple, especially in one episode. So, uh, take it away with Blood Quantum. So I picked this movie 100% because of the name, oh. because it's metal as fuck, <laughs> and it, it is a zombie movie. Well, it, it's, it's a zombie slash infected movie, because there is a difference. You can get infected, but you could also just come back to life once you die. Right. Um, the twist is it's natives that are the survivors, because they are immune to the zombie plague. Which is super cool, and the thing that I really appreciate about this movie is they used actual natives. Yes. And... They didn't whitewash it. No. Thank God. <laughs> and they didn't try and use, like, Spanish people to portray Asians and whatnot, or... So, like, no, yeah, I, yeah. Some movies have done that, where they've taken a white actress and they'll make her Asian. I'm like, don't do that. Just, yeah. use, just use an Asian person. Or, like, let's do that. Or any of the cooks at Kobe. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jesus we know they're not asian come on <laughs> i mean uh, <laughs> i don't know i just go there for the food it's delicious um but yeah so it's the uh i'm not even gonna try and pronounce this tribe's name because i i there's no way oh mcmags mcmags or max mc oh my god mig max there we go yeah, there's an apostrophe in there, so you're supposed to space out one of the syllables. Well, somewhere. then I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I did um, my best. But yeah, this uh, this movie centers around uh, Sheriff Trailer, who just kind of starts off his day going out and finding a dog that got poisoned. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. A dog dies about five minutes into this movie. Fucking yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, upset about that. Like, damn, dude. And then he has to go bail his two kids out of jail. And really, all I'm going to give you is that setup because s important story-wise, not a whole lot going on. Um, There is some, I felt, forced t like family tension storyline that 
didn't necessarily need to be there. The pregnancy? No, the whole Lysol. First off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> first off. <laughs> if you're naming a kid Lysol, you deserve to be put to the chopping block. Also, um, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'll, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I had to look his name up because I heard people saying his name. I'm like, that can't be his name. No, it's Lysol. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing um, weird there. But the whole, the whole, like, I hate you, dad. Fucking, I want to love my brother. My brother is a piece of shit. Everybody hates this one character, but they set him up to try and be a redeemable character. Like, none of that really mattered. No, you're right. <laughs> and it, I mean, and, it really didn't, but... Like, I understand to drive the antithesis uh of the shit going on once the fall of the world collapses. Right. Like the, the final challenge of the movie without this character just being a shit bag, <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> have happened, but it's like, that's, that's a really contrived conflict. Like you didn't need that to happen. Yeah. They but could, they, the, the zombies could have just kind of sauntered in and, Done it done this their way, thing. but you had to create it double. Eh, all right, <laughs> um, it it was a great movie. I had a lot of fun with it. Some of the fucking kills are amazing. Oh yeah, I've got a couple I want to talk like about. Like the oh, chainsaw my God. through the face, chainsaw through the face, and then the uh, shotgun butt to the dome. Just oh crap. yeah, that I was, was just that was like, dope. damn, dude. And I'd say about. 80% of the blood and stuff was actually, or maybe even all of it was practical. For the most part, it was, besides the, um, when the zombies were walking into that fucking farm, yeah. farm machine, that yeah, was, that was heart, CG. The combine. Now there was a, there was one specific blood spurt that I could tell was very obviously fake. And it's when he shoves the uh, machete through the big guy, yeah, and all that blood sprays out. If <laughs> this is this is me noticing weird shit, okay. So you will not have noticed. <laughs> no, this. probably not. But I typically don't. When I watch blood splatter, I look at the bottom of the blood splatter, not where the blood is going, because you can tell if it's CG or not if it is connected to where. It is coming from, yeah. or if it seems to be on top. Yeah, of. yeah. So when the machete goes through the dude's chest, the little blood splatter, there's like a little, like, just line where the effect started. Oh, interesting. Okay. But it's like that big. It's hmm. it's like two inches big, and you would never notice it if you're not just sitting there like, mm, and plus I, it's I wonder what they're going to do wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, what I loved about this is the fact that it was like Kill Bill style blood. I mean, one guy gets bit in the neck and it's just like spurting like six feet into the oh. air. I'm like, hell yeah. And they cranked the sa the blood sound effects up to 11. <laughs> it's fantastic. Fucking Grandpa Samurai is my favorite character. Oh my God. He is amazing. Okay, so there's, there's, a, there's a scene where uh, three guys are going into a building to clear out zombies and you have... Uh, trailer and I can't remember the other guy, but they're going in. He's the guy with the chainsaw. So he's he's chainsaw. I, I don't think they ever said his name. I don't think they ever did either. But it's the guy who gets stabbed right through the yeah. chest. And they're going around and they, they they cut some guys up. You know, trailers fucking some people up. And then they open a door and just like a head rolls out. And it's the fucking grandpa with like ten guys at his feet, all heads chopped off, samurai sword. And I'm just like, yeah, samurai grandpa, <laughs> you fucking go. Hell yeah. 
That guy was awesome. Did you find his name? Yeah, uh, his real name is Brandon Oaks. He played Bumper. Bumper, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I really liked what this movie did, which is funny because we just did zombie movies last week, and it's funny that we're watching another one because this is another zombie movie that did something a bit different. Because at the you know at the core of every zombie movie, it's the same movie: infection, plague, they get spread. Like it's almost it's all the same yeah. thing. Because there's there's only so much that you can do with right. a zombie. But this is cool because it gi- it gives you this little nugget of like, okay, this is what happened, and then it cuts to five months later with like five, this, five uh, months. Uh, oh yeah, or six months. It's like a few months later, and the yeah, zo- I, the zo- I, I'm thinking of the time skip in uh, Beelzebub. Yeah. That's five years. Yeah, so. so this one cuts five or six months into the future, and it's just zombie apocalypse in full swing. And it's kind of cool because you don't have the traditional bullshit of going all the way up to that point. You get the little how it how it outbreaks, and then you get them just living in the apocalypse. And I was like, yes, bravo, and, and that's a, cool. And the other thing I appreciated is it was a very short amount of time. Yeah, like, exactly. Entire societal collapse in five months. Yeah, five like, months. All right, cool. Done. And that, by- that is very believable. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and they built this like uh, like this little uh, community with giant sh- what a ship- shipping containers, shipping yeah. containers, and they've got all these you know everybody quarantined in there. And so yeah, the cool thing like that, that you said is that they're all all the indigenous inhabitants are immune to the zombie plague. So that in you know the main guy trailer, he takes off his shirt at one point. You can see he's got all these bite marks all he, over like, him. His back looks like bite marks, and his back looks like fucking Deadpool's face. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, picture that just on a back. So he's been obviously fucked up plenty of times by zombies, and of course you have the. White guy coming into this movie with his with his daughter who's been bitten and then all chaos and breaks out from that because well no they they kill that daughter well they kill yeah there was getting there they kill the daughter and then the the dad comes in and then kills himself in the bathroom yeah and then you know that's how the zombie kind of <laughs> that's how the zombie outbreak gets into the containment uh, or their their little fucking whatever no, you want to call it it was the stripper what it was Lilith the stripper. Oh, God damn it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, she said she's not bit when she was bit. And God damn, like, bro, why do people got to hide that shit? You're going to die either way. Just fucking tell me. Because misery be loves company. And if I'm going down, you got to go down. Apparently so. <laughs> so, yeah, she fucks everybody up. And that that's what causes them to have to get the fuck out of Dodge. Now, the thing that I did not know in this movie is that I did not know that natives hated white people so much. I mean, I understand why they hate oh, us. Oh, for sure. 100% justified. I, but, like, my only experience with natives is the Cherokee people from living in North Carolina. And we always had a rivalry because our two schools would play football against each other, and they just didn't like us because we whipped them on the football field every year. <laughs> day in, day out. And I knew they didn't like us because of that. I didn't realize like this was a like all natives hate white people type. Yeah, this is an anti-white people movie. (laughs) It really is, and it's it's. Yeah, I got like twenty minutes in, and I was like, oh, okay. Because there's one part where the you know the natives have a bunch of white people in this church, and they're about to set it on fire. I'm just like, god damn. We could like we white people could never make a movie like that because no. no. Actually, so I like that they can do that because you know. I don't know. I, I kind of like that, but I was like, man, I'm feeling discriminated against. Damn. I was I was about to say, well, with with the name Jeff Barnaby, he's got to be white. He's not. <laughs> Bar- yeah, Barnaby definitely sounds like a white dude. Oh, no, yeah. 
He did, uh, he's, oh, he, wait, The Colony. The Colony sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, no, that's does. a short. Never mind. Oh, oh, this is his literal, this is literally besides rhymes for young ghouls. This is his only other movie credit. So he's done a bunch of shorts, then rhymes for young ghouls, and then Blood Quantum. You know what? That's right. I remember it. This is, this is jogging my memory. Every movie that we've watched the director has either done nothing or like shorts or one other movie. So most of these directors are almost like first time like, movie directors. Yeah, they're they're, I prob- that. they're probably festival people. Yeah, because even Z, I believe, was the same way because that director was Brandon Christensen. And yeah, all these shorts, he did Stillborn, which I think is a Shutter exclusive or Shutter original, and then he did no, Z. Uh, no, Stillborn was on Amazon. Well, if you have your Amazon and Shutter linked, yeah, that's true. See, I went, I just went and got Shutter on its own because I wanted to use the app. Because if you have it through Amazon, you can't you you can't log into the Shutter app. So I went and got Shutter by my like on now, my own. Now you can still access all of the movies. Yeah, you just have to know the titles. Yeah, that's why I just you can't got the just app. Scroll because the app is great. I can cast it right to my TV and it works perfectly. So and, um, and it, I'll just ask you if there's anything and I'll just be like, yo, give me the name. Yep. But, and I'll be like, yo, I got you. Uh, so, yeah, this this movie definitely did something different for the zombie genre. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think there was something else I was going to say about this. Oh, the whole uh, yeah, the whole pregnancy thing. That was annoying because I hate when they throw that in there. Like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. God damn you. Also, fucking the very last scene where um Joseph fucking fires the gun. There's a baby in the boat with you less than four feet away, and you are firing a <laughs> nine-millimeter pistol. Guess what? That baby is now deaf For- forever. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because his girlfriend... It's funny. When, okay, sorry. Let me back up. It's not funny. This That is, that is not what I meant to say. Yes, it is. They... <laughs> Him and his girlfriend were going to Planned Parenthood to get an abortion on the child, but the outbreak happened, so they could not do that. And no, now that's well, yeah, well, yes, well, okay, but he also talks her out of it. Well, he's whatever. like, "Do you want to do this?" And she's like, "Yes." And he's like, "I don't want you to do this." Well, <laughs> whatever. The 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 outbreak happened, so they couldn't actually come to figure out what they were gonna do. So they had to have the baby, which fucking sucks. No, I we're already in the zombie apocalypse. I don't want to bring a kid in this fucking world. Also, God damn it, no. If it. Movie, if you're gonna pull what you pulled, don't bring a baby into the world and then do that because now you've taken what should have been the happy ending and made it just useless. Yeah, it's not good anymore. No, no, it's like, <laughs> no. there was another, I swear, there was another zombie type of movie. Where they, was it, or maybe it was Walking, maybe it was Walking Dead where they had the baby in the apocalypse. I'm just no, like, it, uh, Cargo. Oh, see, I haven't seen that one. Uh, you'd fucking love it. Yeah, it's uh. I know, I know what it's about. I just thought I could have sworn there was another. I thought Walking Dead. I thought they had a kid I, I, in I Walking mean, well, Dead. Uh, there's like a lot of zombie movies. Fucking um, <laughs> the remake of Dawn of the Dead. They have a pregnant lady. Well, then there you go. So yeah. it's, I guess it's just a trope in zombie yeah. movies. So I wasn't a fan that they did that because I know I'd seen that before. I just couldn't put a finger on where I had seen it. Um, so that you know there was a lot of tropes, but again, they, they did a lot of other cool stuff. So I, again, this has a 5.6 on IMDb. I believe it has a 3.0 on Letterboxd. And I gave it a 3.5 because I gave it a half star extra just for doing some unconventional stuff. I gave it a 3 because I felt some of the some of the plot lines were forced and I didn't like that. 
Now I remember where I know a trailer from. He was in True Detective. I looked up what he had been. That That's where I know him. I from. legit thought he was the guy from Joe Dirt. I'm not even kidding. For a second, <laughs> I thought it was the guy from Joe Dirt that sells the snakes and the sparklers until I looked him up. And I was like, nope, not him. Because it really did kind of remind me of him. Oh, he's um, in, he's in uh, American Gods, too. I know you like that show. Oh, yeah. He was in like an episode of that or an episode or two of that. That's a great show. My Jesus, that's a great show. I need to watch season two of that. That's that's on my proverbial list. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Now the son, wh- whose name was Joseph, his name and uh, his real name is Forrest Goodluck, and he. The only thing I could find that he was in was The Revenant. I don't know how big of a part. I don't know how long. I just know I saw his name on. Oh, on that's the, Rev- the that's the uh, son. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is in The Revenant. That's all I could find. I didn't yeah, look no, up. That's the son in The Revenant. Oh, so yeah, I, ha- I haven't <laughs> seen. It. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I didn't oh, know. Oh, really? No. Eh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio getting beat up by a bear and then screaming in the woods for two hours. And somehow that's how he won his Oscar. Oh fuck, or whatever he won for I that. Mean, I mean, it was a good movie. It it it's, it's a long movie though. For for what it is, I felt it was a long movie. It's like uh, Grizzly Man, but two hours. Yeah, yeah. I really and, wanted to see and, that. And then it made Leonardo DiCaprio like super crazy. And oh. He, so after he filmed that movie, he went off and decided to film an entire show out of his money about the American frontiersman. Oh, <laughs> because he was like, I have so much respect for these guys. Ah. I'm like, okay, man, whatever. Whatever makes you happy, dude. Whatever makes you happy. So the trivia for this movie is in the beginning of the movie, when Moon asked Trailer what took him so long, he mumbles fish mittens. Which is the name of the strip club from the movie Rhymes for Young Ghouls. Who, oh, yeah. look at that. That's, so, yeah. Yeah, good job, man. Reference your own movies. <laughs> okay, I actually have a bit of real... If you, if you don't have any more trivia, I have some real-world facts about some cool shit I think you might like. I'll take real-world facts. All right, so Blood Quantum is actually a thing in the Indian culture, right? So blood quantum is simply the amount of Indian blood that an individual possesses. The federal government, and specifically the Department of the Interior, uh, issues what is called a certified degree of Indian blood, and that is a card similar to an ID card. So the way blood quantum is calculated is by using tribal documents, and usually it's uh, by a tribal officer or official or government official that calculates it, but it's really, it's a mathematical equation, so it's... If you have like 75, it's like some tribes literally have, you have to have a certain percentage of Indian blood to, to be, be accepted. Yeah, yeah, like the Navajo, I believe it was 25% or higher. And so you have to, like, you know, if you have one Indian grandparent and three non Indian grandparents or whatever, you have like 25% Indian yeah. blood. So that's like, that's what blood quantum is. It's the amount of Indian blood that you have yeah, in your body. A, it's the quantifiable blood. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's like super cool. I didn't realize that that name actually meant well, something in real life. Well, and part of that is, part of that is also probably because the American government is supposed to be paying reparations to the natives for the rest of whenever i don't know how long it is and you have to you can't just be giving do you know how many florida people i know claim to have native heritage that i know don't yeah not not even kind of there i know at least five people really oh yeah wow bro it's florida (laughs) so yeah i don't know i thought that was kind of interesting because i just googled i was like is blood quantum a thing and yep it is so it's just how they measure the amount of uh Indian blood is in a person's body, and that can go into effect. You know, that can d- 
decide if you get into a tribe or not. So if you have, let's say you have 25% and you marry someone who's not a Native American, your kids might not be accepted into that yeah. tribe, which is, that's crazy. It's just, I didn't know yeah. that existed. That's just such an interesting piece of uh, trivia, I guess I found, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I found that kind of cool. So blood quantum, a thing. So on a different, this is, this is under quotes, but I think it is still a pretty cool piece of trivia. At the 5126 mark, Lysol quoted the phrase, these people ain't seen a brown skin man since their grandparents bought one, which is a fragment of the song Down Rodeo by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that that that's a fa- that's a trivia. Yeah, I like uh, yeah. that. Now, the the one one of the biggest fallacies, which is in the goofs, is at the end when Joseph shoots the gun, he shoots the gun down into the boat. And the boat just is fine. There's no mention of that at all. <laughs> wow. Damn. God and then damn it, it fades Joseph. to black, and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, the ending didn't really, uh, yeah, because Gabby watched that one with me, and we both at the end looked at each other and just kind of went, eh, okay, you know, whatever, kind of bleak, you know, kind of not that positive, but uh, nonetheless, I really enjoyed it. Again, only on Shudder, so you have to have Shudder to watch it. Go check it out. Tell us what you think. Another 2020 release. All right. Now, uh, anything else you had to say about that one? Uh, no, it was fun. Um, it's definitely not a for everyone movie. It's bloody. It's it's very bloody. Um, it's very crass. Yeah. Like th- there's a lot of talk about blowjobs. Yeah, there's an odd amount of talk of blowjobs, and also you do see a baby getting, um, let's say, mutilated by and a then, zombie, and, and then dropped. Dro- yeah, just dropped like a fucking sack, sack of potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> just thump. Oh that's shit! What, that's what it sounds like when it hits the fucking floor, too. <laughs> so that was upsetting. So again, more uh, you know detrimental murders to infants crazy yeah uh all right so let's go on and move to the next one which uh i obviously have you know a soft spot for korean horror movies and this yeah, one's we, called yeah we I both do too we both do this one's called warning do not play again another 2019 movie that came out but only in asian countries and it got this is actually brand new this came out june 11th so right now as we're recording this two days ago so i'm this is another 2020 release in my eyes and this one was a bit odd because like okay so it opens and it's a cold intro and i was like cool this is great and then you realize it's a dream sequence yeah so and <laughs> let us state for the record right now we are probably going to attempt the names once once and then that's it and then we're going to assign them another moniker such as the director the assistant yeah. the professor because i whatever. don't i don't like saying names i can't pronounce yeah and, <laughs> and to be as respectful as we can to the people and not just be absolute idiots that yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's how we're gonna do it i hope that's okay with you if yeah it's not fuck off i'm sorry yeah i just i don't like mispronouncing names i just want to yeah i want to be as as respectful as i can so yeah, so you find out the intro is a dream sequence, but then it kind of redeems itself because, again, I'm going to say this one time, her name is Mi Jung, I believe, so I'm going to call her Mandy. That's what I'm going to call her. Or the direct. We'll call her the director. Fine, the director. So, the director. She wakes up pretty frazzled, and she goes straight to her desk and starts writing down the idea 
I guess, of the dream she had. Turns out she's a rookie filmmaker. She's been preparing some horror movie for the past eight years, and she has two weeks to give her, I'm going to say, quote-unquote, bosses something because she has a, a dialogue with another person that says, if we can't give these people something in two weeks, we're both going to get fired. Yeah, so so it's, I'm going to call them her bosses. It's, it's the film execs. So basically the whole setup, if you kind of look into what they're saying, is she is a prodigy film festival person she put something to a film festival and it won a bunch of awards and a studio picked her up and said hey we want you to make a horror movie here's your money go do it and it took her eight years and nothing has come out of it so now the studio's like hey little girl we gave you a shit ton of money where's our fucking product yeah we gotta have something and uh, after talking to one of her friends, she gets a, again, quote unquote, lead on a film that was apparently made by a ghost. So she decides to pursue it. Um, Which, she- by the way, she has, from the start of the film, she has two weeks to produce a full movie script. And now she is trying to hunt down this film made by a ghost. I think trying to hunt down a movie with that kind of premise in the world, just in general, is going to take way longer than two weeks. Well, yeah. You're going to do mean, a lot of fucking footwork, man. Yeah, of course you're going to have to do a lot of shit, but it, apparently it just comes to her because she's able to find out very quickly that it was screened at a festival, but it, it wasn't because when she goes to talk to the guy, he says, well, it got selected, but then it got canceled, and somehow she's able to swipe it off his computer and a bunch of other information, like the director's phone number, and you're like, okay, that well, was kind of... Well, no, so what she she uh, she copied what was in the archive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but so what that was was the clip submission, his full submission form, and some other information. So it was his submission form... So that's how she got all his information. Well, yeah, wh- whatever. I'm just saying she gets the stuff very easily. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. She gets it extremely easily because she swipes it off his computer. And then that leads to her getting in contact with the director. And then that's what things get really weird is when she once she meets up with him. And that's where I'm going to leave the description on what's going on. Because after that, it just starts going down this rabbit hole of trying to find this movie. And it gets super fucking odd. Yeah. Really it, bizarre. It gets very... um. Fuck, what's that movie with Guy Pierce and Memento? Yes. It yeah. gets very Memento-esque for a little bit. And then it kind of falls back on some like tried and true horror tropes. Like you're trying to get out of this area, you go through a door that's the exit, and you're back in the area. And it's super cool. I love that. That was so cool. But then there are like certain things that happen that you're like, wait, what? And then they make you think that the director is actually the ghost for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because, like, her face morphs into the ghost, and you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on? It goes from very concise, we have a goal, let's go, to just let's throw everything at the wall. We're not seeing what sticks. We're just filming it all, and that's what's happening. I think it worked, though, because it was very confusing, but I still felt... I don't know. I was so into it, even though I didn't really understand what was happening. Oh, yeah. No, I I, into it. I had a ton of fun with it. It was very good. The ghost was fucking mm, fantastic (laughs) because what made the ghost so great is for most of the time that you see it, 
It's just fucking looking at you. It's not chasing you. Yeah. It, up until like the the final moments. Yeah, like the climax, whatever you want to call it. But like the five times that you see it previous, it's just kind of like, "What's up, buddy? How you doing?" And doing that fucking crazy breathing. Oh yeah, there's one point where she stands up in the dark when she's in the director's bathroom and she's like. I'm like, oh, how do you not hear that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's so oh, loud. It's, it's great. Yeah, the, the ghost um, was great. And uh, this chick is a fucking gangster, too. Gangster? Yeah. Like, because oh. every time she's confronted with the ghost, she's freaking the fuck out, freaking the fuck out. Then she's like, I got to take a picture of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you fucking run. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> she's obsessed with taking pictures of everything. And what I think was going on towards the end is I feel like she was almost thrust into a different timeline of other events that were happening. Because, you know, you saw the pictures of what was happening in the whatever the was called warning the movie is called warning and i feel she just it kind of like time looped wrapped like i don't know well, i don't know well no so here's my theory is with certain things you see at so there's one thing that gets said from the direct the director of the original warning yeah and then as it shows later there are certain scenes to lead you to believe that all the events of this movie are currently being filmed by the same ghost that filmed the original movie. Yeah. But then, but, they, <laughs> but then the very last scene of the movie, you're like, yeah, uh, what? <laughs> because they, they get rid of all the stuff that happened in the main character's face. They kind of change your makeup a little bit and make her look just that much different to where she doesn't resemble the original character. Yeah, because she doesn't have the glasses either. Glasses so, are off. So. so so then you're led to wonder, wait, were we watching the movie the entire... It, it's like Memento and Inception had a baby with the ring. <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, it's essentially a cursed videotape because yeah. once she found this videotape, shit started getting fucking weird. Yeah, except now so, it's a hard drive, but it, it's all the... I all, thought it was a cassette. She literally goes to the dude's house and pulls out like... It's a hard drive. That's a hard... That looked like a cassette. So it's, oh, my God. No, it's in a case. It just it looked like a cassette to me because yeah. it was like this fucking big. Yeah, no, it, it was just a big extra... Oh, okay. Drive. That's why he was trying to smash it. I just thought he was trying to smash it just to get rid of the evidence. Fucking... Yeah, no. I thought it was a legit VHS tape because it was just the shape it was, and it had you know writing on the side. So I was like, "Oh, okay, VHS tape." But yeah, even even if you do smash a VHS tape, you can take the you take, can take the film the act, out, yeah, yeah no. and put it in a blank one, and it'll still run. Do so. we think she's that smart though? I mean, she is a director. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking never mind. I'm retracting my previous statement. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, one of the great things about this is just how insane everybody is. Because yeah. you've got the the main character who's insane because she's putting herself in all of this danger, uh, like on purpose <laughs> for the for the sake of making a great horror Jesus movie. Christ. Um. Then you've got the guy who filmed the movie originally, who is a fucking psychopath because he's been halfway possessed, and he looks like shit too. Yeah, and <laughs> he just looks had, like just shit. had a complete breakdown. It's it, it's so much fun. Um. The other thing I like about it is while all the dialogue is very important to the story, there's not a ridiculous amount of dialogue to where I had to read the subtitles and I'm missing what's going on on screen. Yeah. The the dialogue is short, concise, and it's a 
the thing I talk about all the time, which is show don't tell. They have so much of hey, you are watching this character do this, and like um when she was sitting in the diner waiting for the guy to meet her for the first time, because of the camera angle, you can't see how her body is moving, but her coat, the collar is shaking so you can tell that she's super nervous well yeah shit i would be just just because that but that one little thing so you're not she's not like having an internal monologue you don't see her bouncing it's just her fucking coat collar so i'm like that's really cool that they're doing the small stuff to show you what's going on yeah no i I totally agree with that and uh i felt she did a, a very good job uh i don't even want to try and say her real name she did a fantastic job i thought i really believed her acting like it didn't seem like it was forced and uh she been in anything yeah she hasn't been in anything that i've seen oh my god no she's been in a lot of shit though holy fucking shit wow she's been in a lot of stuff good for her um so she was good all the acting was really believable i didn't you know because there's sometimes in horror movies obviously where the acting's not that great and what are you surprised by something no uh when i when i pulled up the rating it was blank for a second and i was like i i know i rated this i did this <laughs> Yeah, now this one doesn't really have a great rating. It only has a 2.7 on Letterboxd. But it does have a 5.0 on IMDb. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's all, and I gave this, I gave this a three and a half. I also gave it a three and a half. We, now, we are a little bit biased. Oh, for sure. Because like 10 minutes into this movie, I was like, it's already at a three. <laughs> yeah, because there's really nothing really crazy happens until like the third act. It's kind of slow, but it's so well shot, it's so well acted, and the story was just gripping to me. I was like, I'm into this. And we say slow in a re- it's only an hour and twenty six minute movie. Yeah, it's more like they they space it out just well enough to where you're like, all right, I see where this is going. It's not going to be super scary, and they pull a, then they pull a fast one on you. You're like, fuck. Yeah, it's not really scary until the third act. It's just really well paced, and then it just goes full tilt bonkers at the end. It's like, fuck, that came out of nowhere. I also need to do some research on if, because there is a specific part in this that I also saw in Gonjin. Oh? With the, uh, like, burnt shadow figure on the wall. I want to know if that's a cultural thing from Mm. Korea, because that's now been in two horror movies Almost the exact same framing and shape. Wasn't there a jump scare with that one too in Gonjium? No, the... there wasn't. Just like there wasn't in this. One. Oh, that's right. It just it just stared at it for the longest time, yeah. and you kept wondering, like, is it gonna is it gonna move? Oh yeah, my god. So, oh, that's right. That's right. So I remember now that that's, now. Now that's two that that's mm. happening, and I want to see if that's a cultural thing. If any of our listeners know, please reach out. Yeah, that would save me a lot of time. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I totally forgot about that because I, I remember us talking about that on that episode and we were just like, I either jump scare or just cut away from it. You're fucking to- you're toying yeah. with my emotions. God damn it. And what was cool in this one is when you first see that outline, you see the shimmer of the ghost standing in front of it. Right. It's very it's like almost like those ghost twins from the Matrix. <laughs> oh, my God. With the floaty hair. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's that level of transparency. Yeah. Almost. Now, I did love the Exorcist name drop in this. I thought that was oh, kind of yeah. cool. But I didn't get the subsequent sequence that followed because the director, okay, the uh, director of the of the of the warning movie in the oh, oh my god, this is like so meta. So the original the, <laughs> the original, original director, director, crazy man. He talks about 
that's how he got his horror start because he watched The Exorcist and he was so into it. He's like, I want to make my own horror movie. But you also see the director of the movie, um, me, her name is M.I., she it's like you're seeing that she's experiencing that. So it's like, okay, is she just putting herself in the director's story or did that actually happen to her? Don't yeah, understand. And, and, and with a certain reveal in the movie, you're like, all right, so did this exact same situation happen to you? Or, and then, by yeah, the, it, and then by the end of it, you're like, all right, but was that just part of the movie? Yeah. Like the movie within the movie? <laughs> it's a total or, mind effort, yeah. dude. It's a total mind effort. It's, this movie's like an ogre. It's got layers. It's got, <laughs> ogres have layers. Oh my. <laughs> um, 20 years later, still making Shrek references. I can't believe that. That's ludicrous. Staying ludicrous. Uh, yeah, this, uh, so yeah, you know, again, we have a very soft spot for Korean horror movies. So, you know, really, this would have been a three, but the fact that it was Korean and the fact that I just love Korean horror movies, I gave an extra half. But, you know, also, it, it was the fact that it was confusing. And I've never had a movie that's confusing like that, but I still was super into it. Because usually when it gets that convoluted, I'm like, okay, you kind of throw me out of it. Because what they do is they say, all right, it's going to get real confusing here. And then they drop one little piece of information in front of you and you're like, ah, I fucking got it. And then (laughs) two minutes later, you're like, Like, ah, shit, I don't have have it anymore. Well, they mention how both of them, how both directors are, because they say it's like, you're crazy too. So I feel like they were trying to maybe make us fucking crazy. I don't know. Which Which it worked. Yeah, (laughs) go ahead. It works. Fucking worked. So yeah, go check that out. Uh, Again, only on Shutter. Hour 26. No, low commitment, man. All of these were under an hour Okay, that okay. Blood Quantum was hour thirty six. Yeah, but Blood Quantum felt like it was twenty minutes. Long. Yeah, it was. It, the all these three movies blew by. Now the next one we're gonna get to. Um, I don't think there's any fun. Tra- I don't think I have any else to say. No, I don't. Do you have anything else to say on on uh, Warning? Do not play. Um, no, just go watch it. Just go, yeah, time. go check it out. Now the only movie that was longer than an hour thirty six was the last one. Be- uh, I don't know. I say I say Bell's a booth. I don't know if that's- so. Bezelboth. It's Bezelief. It's uh Belzebuth. Okay. Is correct. It's it's really all up to I mean it's yeah, it's however you wanna Yeah, because it. because there's also Beelzebub, yeah. um Behemoth. It's uh, there's all types of different ways to say the devil. Right. And this is almost two hours. It's an hour fifty-four. And this one, uh Festival Circuit 2017, released in Mexico on in 2019, but I can't get. Oh, there it is, right? Oh no, that's see. I can't get an actual date of when it was released to a U.S. because the U.S. it says Cinepocalypse, which but, is a festival. Yeah, so I don't know when it actually got released to us here in America, but I'm assuming probably in 2019 as well. Yeah, so it had it was probably fall or winter of 2019. We might have gotten it at the beginning of the year this year. Yeah, I don't but- know. I know it's been on my list for a while because it's got Tobin Bell in it, and he looks fucking metal in this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Although, I I guess because the only things I've ever seen him in have, have been the Saw movies, and I didn't know that's what his actual voice sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear him in this, he's like, you're just, all, all I could think of was, I want to play a game. Like, yeah. I'm like, he, what the fuck? He keeps talking, he keeps talking, I'm like, but where's the puppet? <laughs> where's Billy? Now, fun fact, if you watch Seinfeld, he is in an, he is in one episode of Seinfeld and he owns a record store. Fucking facts. 
Okay. Yeah, it's. I'm I, about it. I, I remember after I watched all the Saw movies, I started. Wa- I watched Seinfeld for the umpteenth time. I was like, it's it's fucking Jigsaw. What is he doing? In a, <laughs> I guess this is pre you know murdering people days, but whatever. So uh, take it away with Belzebuth. So this movie is it. It starts you up to be like, all right, there is a uh, satanic priest that is trying to bring about the Antichrist. Yeah. To bring about uh, Armageddon and the end of the world. Bum, bum, bum. And it starts off with infanticide. Oh, my God. And a lot of it. So much. Like, like 12 babies. Because you said said it started with that, and I was like, okay, one kid. No, just fucking murking babies with fucking scalpel. Yeah, and I'm talking like... Four minutes and 30 seconds in. And like four minutes and 30 seconds old. Those babies were <laughs> tiny. They yeah, were brand they, new babies. They literally had been born that day. Yeah, fucking. Um, yikes. And the, the woman kills him with a scalpel and then just fucking slits her own throat. And I'm like, fuck yeah. This movie started off and I was like, all right. This is already at a 3.5. Which kind of is upsetting because <laughs> the fact that there was babies murdered more like, yeah. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. When it comes to horror movies, to an extent, let me say that. All right. I, I don't like Serbian film. Nah, no thank you. Yeah. Uh, Salo, 120 Days of Sodom. No, no thank you. <laughs> um, But when a movie is willing to forego the social norms and commit violence against children and or animals, I appreciate you because that is a thing that needs to happen in film. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. (laughs) You went there. No. I like it. Well, because for the longest time, it's like, who who are the ones that survive in all the slasher films? It's the kids and the women. Yeah. Fuck it. Equal rights, you die too, just like everybody. No else. lives matter in horror <laughs> movies. No, yeah, I, I again I will I'll commend them for that. Cause yeah, that's something that doesn't normally happen. And they're like, you know what? Instead of killing one kid, let's just kill twelve yeah, infants. And you're like, oh, I sat there covering my mouth, just like, oh my god, it's not stopping. She's murdering the shit out now, of children. Let us be clear, they do not show her no, no, no. like th- there's no babies dying on camera. I don't think you can actually show that. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, that you probably can. But yeah, it's it's just a shot of her and all you see is the hand going down and that's all it's, you see. It's it's just, very uh oh. it's very Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't see actual babies being being murdered in with a, what was that? A scalpel, right? She yeah, had, yeah, just just a straight up scalpel. Like to the dome, I'm pretty sure too. Like ow, probably. Oof. Um Ugh. so then the movie goes to uh Officer Ritter, who is of unknown ranking in a police department in Mexico. Um, I think he was just an officer. I'm pretty sure he was just a... But his boss was, like, giving him a lot of shit to do. That's true. Like, hey, you go handle the media. You don't give a beat cop media duty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, And the the movie is... They're trying to find what they assume to be a child killer priest. And I can really only give you that much because the rest of it is kind of crucial to the story as it stands. All right. I can add a little bit then. Okay. So after the lady murders all the children, the Ritter, he comes in and you find out that one of his kids got murdered in all the chaos. 
And then, you know, he's saying about how his, I don't know if my wife's going to make it. Oh, I don't know if she can survive this. And then it cuts to five years later, and he's alone. And I was like, oh, I guess he's divorced now, which you'll find out later what happens to the couple. But um, so that's his whole driving force behind finding, because, you know, half, after that, it cuts to five years later, and now there's a killing spree at a, um elementary school where a ninth grader has, like, decided to just cap a bunch of fourth graders. And then blow his face off with a shotgun. Yeah, so he gets assigned to that, and he gets there, and one of his cop buddies is like, you don't have to be here. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I got this. So he's trying to find the person responsible for this who they assume is the priest. And yeah, that's really all I have to say because I don't want to give much more away. The other thing that I really appreciate about it is when they're trying to figure out why the killings happened and yada, yada. <laughs> one of the cops was like, did, did you find... Did they find any marijuana in his system? And he, he was like, no. And the cop was like, well, fuck. Now I can't use this weed that I planted on him. And I was like, all right. You all son right. of a bitch. Thanks, Mexico. <laughs> we know your police are corrupt, but all right. Like, damn. Uh, I appreciate that. just putting that. that right out there in the open. Son of a bitch. Um, let's see what I have written down over here. And uh, the, the other thing that I really appreciate about Tobin Bell's character is... If you're not into the occult, none of this will matter. But every tattoo that he has on his body has, like, real-world occult, like, meaning and power behind it. And I did some research, and some of the stuff that is on his body will would actually allow him to do what he did in the end of the movie. Oh, it's, that it, was an epic conclusion. Holy yeah, shit. And there, so the director actually put some, like, real fucking thought into <laughs> what was going on, which I really appreciate when it comes to religious horror. And the uh, director's name is Emilio Portes. He has done, see again, look short, 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 short documentary, whatever those two are, meet the head of Juan Perez and Pastorella, which I'm assuming were, you know, uh, Hispanic films probably only shown there because I mean, yeah, considering yeah. it's except for Meet the Head of Juan Perez, everything else is in Spanish. Yeah, so Belzebuth like is his third directorial movie credit. So I love the fact that Shutter is giving these you know not really well known directors a shot, and they fucking killed. They they no, killed it, knocking dude. it out of the park. Killed it because uh, not only is it sh like every single movie that we watched, I had the same notes for how it was shot. Loved the way it was shot. Every single movie had a great score. Every single movie had either great scares, great blood, or a great fucking story. And, and this one had all of those. This one had all of them, yeah. Because when you start a movie off the way this one did, you're set up for, holy shit, and I then, know what to expect now. And then the twist they give you like three quarters of the way through, you're like, all right. Yeah. I, be, okay. Because you're led I, to believe one thing, and then it kind of... Yeah, goes the other way. And then you're like, okay, that's not a normal thing that happens in this type of movie. All right, I'm about it. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, and uh, it for, for me, I mean, I was a bit tired went towards the end of this movie, but I kind of got lost in all the like the chaos at the end with the kid and who he was supposed to be. And, you know, this guy is this guy. And I, just, I kind of got lost. But then the ending happened, and I was like, holy, I'm awake. <laughs> I was like, yeah. whoa. And that Holy and shit. that fucking laugh at the fifty-two minute mark. Oh yeah, beyond the yeah, because you you texted me that you said at fifty-two minute blah 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 mark, 
that is the creepiest laugh I think I've ever heard. And I forgot that you texted that. And I'm just sitting there watching the movie. And sure enough, that laugh comes. And I was just like, oh, oh. I sunk down <laughs> and I paused. It, and I was like, oh, that's the one he was talking about. Oh, I don't like that laugh at all. At it was like all. a demented baby winding down kind of cry for. Yeah, it, it pitches down and kind of fades off into the background. And you're like, ooh. Ugh. Unsettling. That, that hits me where I'm human. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset now. <laughs> Uh, Tobin Bell, obviously, I mean, fantastic job in this movie. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything I didn't like. Did your computers die? Yeah, apparently, apparently uh, IMDb just said, fuck you. He's <laughs> it's gone like, now. It's like, you're done looking stuff up. <laughs> uh, the only other person that I n- recognize from this, which I guess I didn't write down. Oh, yeah, 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 I did. Okay. The only other guy that I recognized was Ivan France, and he played um, the... Uh, the oh, Tate Ellington? You yeah. He played Ivan Franco? Yeah, he yeah he in Sinister too. He was he was in Sinister too, which wasn't a great movie, but I recognize him from that. And mm. then the guy who played Ritter, uh, Jaquan Cascio, I believe. Joaquin. Sorry, <laughs> I'm pre- I'm terrible at pronouncing <laughs> that. T- I'm sorry. What did I say? Joaquin. Jaquan. Jaquan. Joaquin Cascio. He was actually a voice of someone in the uh, Into the Spider Verse movie. Okay. So, fun fact about that. I thought I recognized his face. So, so did I. I was like, I've seen this guy somewhere, but I clicked on him, and I'm like, I don't, I don't recognize you from anything. He's been in a bunch of, you know, Hispanic films. Like, I'll, like, oh shit, he's in Quantum of Solace. What the fuck? How did I miss that? Maybe that's what it is. Lone Ranger. Probably. It's probably Quantum of Solace. That's what it's got to be. That's like one of the few. Oh wow, he was in Rambo: Last Blood too. Son of a bitch. I missed some some good shit. Okay, so that's probably what it is because Oh, he was also in the strain. Oh, yeah, he's in the TV show. Yeah. So he's uh he's on a bunch of stuff. Good for him, man. Yeah, okay, so that's what I recognize him from cuz that's one of the few new Bond movies I've seen is yeah. Quantum uh, cuz I'm just I don't know, there's so many of those fucking movies I just don't care. I'm just not uh, into it. The Bond movies are just a turn my brain off type of thing. I'll watch any of them. I love them all. Yeah, I'll watch them, but I'm not like, I have to see this movie right now. So. No, I just watch it when it comes on TV. I don't give a shit. Let's see here if there's any fun uh, trivia. I don't believe. Oh, there's there's a couple things. Oh, this is, a, this is a spiritual. Oh, oh, that's a movie he directed. That dude. A spiritual sequel to the film Pastorella, which is also directed by Emilio Portes. Um, yeah, so this had an odd uh, combination of um, uh, Spanish and English because obviously Tobin Bell and yeah. the white people are speaking English and then you have the Hispanic guys all speaking Spanish so I like the kind of juxtaposition of that it wasn't straight Spanish movie it was it had a mix of both so some you, you really got to pay attention because yeah there were some times where I'd be I'd look at my phone for a second looking up like something about an uh, an actor and I'm like oh fuck they're speaking Spanish now. I got to pay attention so Got to make sure Run you pay attention. Yeah, and I had to do that a couple times. So they kind of go back and forth with that. So you really have to pay attention to make sure you're catching all the dialogue. Because all the dialogue, there's a lot of dialogue in this one as opposed to some of the other ones. Yeah. So you really got to pay attention. Now, uh, the other thing, one of the things about this movie is I did feel that that final like whole sequence was just a little bit rushed. Yeah, a they, little bit. They, they, they end up in this one room and then like all hell breaks loose for like, 15 minutes and then it's done and i'm like but that but it was pretty fucking good yeah, like no, it, <laughs> it was it, pretty good it was dope the other thing that i find weird is the back and forth thing between the actual demon and the one he's possessing yeah like 
it it's like one shot. It's the person. Cut back to the person running. Cut back to the person. Oh, that's that was him. a good scare. It though. was a good scare, but I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, give me that just regularly, please. <laughs> I want big demon Jesus. Oh, dude, <laughs> that scene where he the oh in the Jesus, church, yeah, when he's on the ground. So, oh, what so, even so was that? I wanted to text you, but you were like, no ratings. <laughs> Yeah, no ratings. That was the moment that I gave this movie a four. Damn. Because that I was, was crazy. Because I was sitting there and I'm like, if they don't fucking do this, I'm gonna be pissed as shit. If oh, is they, that what you were talking about? Yeah. Okay. I was like, if they don't do this, I'm gonna be pissed as shit. The motherfucker, you better do this <laughs> or something. Yeah. And then they did it, and they did it better than I thought it was gonna be. And I was like, fuck yeah, because I just thought it was gonna be like, its like face a moved. Yeah. Over. But when it started talking, I was like. Fuck yes. <laughs> All of it. Fuck yes. Never seen that before. That was fucking great. I was super into that because they, it was like a five minute conversation they were having. Just keep going. He, oh, yeah. He's like trying to get off. And I'm like, oh, please, please don't get out of that. What? That's fine. We're almost okay. done anyways. <laughs> we almost done. Um, yeah, because I was just going to play some trivia and call it a day because uh, yeah. I don't want to give too much away about this. But yeah, go watch all those. Actually, real quick, real quick. If we had to rate these from your favorite to your least favorite, hit me real quick. Favorite to least favorite. Um, I would probably go Bezel Booth, uh, Warning, Blood Quantum, Z. See, I'm not too far off. I would go uh, Warning, Bells of Booth, Quantum, and Z. So we just have the two flipped. Yeah. That's it. I, I just like Religious Horror just a little bit more yep. than K-Horror. Yep. So, yeah. So we, we were pretty on point with this. So it's funny because we both gave Z the same rating. I gave Quantum half more than you did. I gave Belzebuth half less than you did, and we both gave Warning the same. So we still evened out in the stars yeah, department. That, which, which that, never ha never <laughs> that never happens. Which is, yeah. So when you were talking, you're like, I feel like we're going to have the same opinions. I'm like, I feel like we are too. Yeah. So yeah, we were we were pretty much on on point with this episode. Uh, go check all those out. If you don't have Shudder, get Shudder. Um, I will I will support them until they're not a thing anymore. Hopefully they, they're always a thing because... God, I love Shutter. All and, right. and especially if they're going to keep doing originals like that, like if you give me the option to buy some of those as DVD, I probably will. Oh, I would I would buy all four of those on DVD if I could or Blu-ray just because I fucking loved all of them. So, um, yeah, I, I want them to keep pushing out original content. I mean, they put they put out three movies this year already. So good for them. Uh, if you want to go ahead and kick us off, I will give you a question. Faux show. Faux show. Okay, so looks like that one has not been taking. Um, what is the name of the haunted house in The Haunting, 1963? Oh, that makes sense. Hell House. Oh, wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? Hell House. Hell? Hell House. Ah, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to lead you there, but I was like, wait, did you say hill or hell? <laughs> Damn it. Well, no, because... I know there's from way back in the day, there's a movie called the, uh, the legend of hell house. I think there's the legend of hell house. And then there's the, um, the haunting uh, or the hill on haunt <laughs> the it's house like, on haunting hill or something. The house on haunted hill. There we go. Yes. Yeah. So many hills and houses. Is that blue or green? That is purple or that's blue. All right. This one has not been taken. Swag. Um, in the 2006 film, The Hills Have Eyes, what Californian city is the Carter family traveling to? Californian city. I mean, there's only like a billion of those. I'm going to say San Francisco. Wrong. Damn it. 
It is a San, though. It's San, for, it's, uh, San Diego. Ah, damn it. God damn it. All right, you up. The hills have a... There it is. I was about to mark that off. Oh, my God. We're almost getting through this shit so quick. All right, that's green. That has not been um, picked. And the host, 2006, of what sport is Nam Jew an acclaimed champion? Tennis. Archer. Bad, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, when she's got the giant fucking yeah. crossbow. Uh, why did I think of tennis? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, yellow. Hup, hup. Yellow has not been picked. Wow. Solid. If you yes. don't get this. Oh, God damn it. I hate when you set me up like that because I usually don't get No, it. We, d- we did an episode with this oh, movie. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Fucking hit me with your best shot. What is the name of the fictional Canadian mining town in the 1981 movie? Oh, My Bloody Valentine. No. Ooh. Oh, God damn it. It's something so cheesy. Oh, we did do an episode on this. <laughs> Fucking. Mm. Bluff. Something bluff. Something bluff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's something or bluff something. It's something bluff. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. Cupid's bluff. I'll give you half a point. It's Valentine bluff. I, I didn't want to go that obvious. I didn't think it was that obvious. God damn it. Oh, piece of shit. <laughs> God. All right, you're up. God damn it. All right, so half. It's, it's one to a half. One to a half. God damn it. All right, that is purple, and that has been chosen. All right, so let's go with. Ooh, you might get any of these, honestly. Okay, in the last house on the left, 1972, what is the name Mary gives Junior when she gives him her peace symbol necklace? That's a, yeah. I don't fucking know. Helen Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Willow. We're looking for what is Willow. All right, I've got orange. What do you got? Maybe it's picked. Maybe it's not. It has been picked. Aw, shit. You get you get free reign. Although this this might be a good one because I don't think you'll get it. Damn it! Damn it to hell! Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm still gonna give you orange. All right. Um, oh, I thought you said it had been picked though. It has. You can't give me that. If it's been picked, you have uh, to pick a new one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's why I'm marking them off so we can get through all these questions. Fine. Um, in Les Diaboliques. Oh, God damn. This <laughs> in 1955. Yes. Which character is the mistress of the victim, Michael? Christina or Nicole? Nicole. Yes. Bam! Fucking threw that out. All right, so one and a half to one. God damn these half points. <laughs> At least you got multiple choice on that one. Yeah, it's funny because some of them, you'd think there'd be multiple choice because it's the most fucking, like, <laughs> Weird question, and then the other ones are like, hey, there's like 14 people. Why don't you name one? But it's fucking first and last name that you have to get. (laughs) No, fucking get out of here. (laughs) All right, you up. Oh, yeah. Roll it up. Let's see. That is been picked. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, I don't know. There's There's three really good questions. All right, fine. I'll give you... I'll give you an 80s question. What is the name of the clipper ship destroyed in the 1880s in the fog? 1980. I haven't, se- I haven't seen the one from the 1980s. That's on my list to watch this year in my 31 days of war. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen it either. That's a weird, a weird name. 
it's it's a first and last name too. That's a lady name. <laughs> should have saved Helen Hunt. Yeah, should have. <laughs> the Elizabeth Dane. Okay. I thought that was something totally different, but whatever. Purple. That was that was barely a roll. Well, fine, fine. There you go. That's I, I thought it was gonna land on purple again. I was gonna be like, no, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. There's demons at work. <laughs> All right, so um, maroon. Um, in the 1959. Oh shit. The oh. House on Haunted Hill ah, was the fucking title. There I was we go, for. House on Haunted Hill. Uh, what character owns the House on Haunted Hill? It looks like that. Like, no multiple choice, first and last name? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Humphrey Bogart. No, Watson Pr- uh, Pritchard. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. All right. Nailed it. <laughs> fucking nailed it. Jesus Christ. You got to get some points on the board here, dude. For real. One and a half to one. Yellow. What is the re- okay? <laughs> <laughs> what is the color of the reoccurring hooded raincoat worn by the killer in Alice Sweet Alice? Yellow. Yeah. Is it? It's yellow, which is I, funny because I mean, what other fucking colors a raincoat in a movie? <laughs> it's funny because the that was a, that you rolled yellow. So I, <laughs> wow. All right. So two to one and a oh shit. Yeah. There we go. Two to one and a half. That is green. You could take it away with this next question. Well, when I ask you, never yeah. Mind. Um. So this one's been picked. God damn it! Son of a bitch! All right. So in the nineteen thirty-two, the Mummy. Oh God! What is the name of the princess of whom Helen is the reincarnation of? Mm. Emotep. No. Emotep. It's a uh, princess Ankh S on Aman. Fucking how? How could I forget? <laughs> how could I forget the name that sounds like a clown's car horn? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, you can take it away here. This could be a victory right here. No, I'm gonna, a straight up choke. Uh, I mean, you probably got this. I mean, you have to get that. We've talked about this movie, and you didn't like it. And what area of the house does protagonist? Ellison Oswalt find the horrifying Super 8 home movies and Sinister. Yeah, the attic. Bum, <laughs> bum, 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 you did it. Woo. Woo, woo. I think this is my first win of us. Be, of us of the two. year. Yeah. Yep. You did it. Yep. I'm proud. Oh. I'm proud. Now I'm not going to win for the rest of the year. Jesus. You got your one and that's it. Woo. That's all you get. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed our Shutter original for fucking movie bullshit. I had a lot of fun watching these, and I realized that I need to watch more of these Shutter originals. So maybe we do another episode, a part two, a couple months down the road where we talk about some of the other ones because there's a couple more. I mean, I almost, I still want to watch Dogs Don't Wear Pants, but like, yeah, it, but I got to be in the mood for that shit. Yeah. Because, eh, so, but there's another one that I almost substituted for that, which is called Revenge, and that one's got a 3.5. So, have to check that out. And again, if you don't have Shudder, go get it. Do you have anything to add to this? That is it. Well, then, all right, guys. Until next week, stay tuned and stay spooky. Bye.